Sabrado jabaki seteke prakusa bale bradu zabaki sketi le bande kabara sutase la soto proko shatale brado zabate si keti kaprado jabababababa le baroko shande la brako shapapale proko shapala papapale poroko shatala bababababa le broko skoto la bale katiatale Le prako shabale brado zabaka tasketele brado jabande kile brado zabaka taskitale. Father, we are here for you. We are here ekando zabale brokoshkatala. We refuse to leave the same way, O oh God. La ando zabaka sketela barakoshkata. Father, would you meet with me today? Would you meet with me today? 
today. Father, let there be a word, a word that will set me up for this new season, a word that will set me up for this new year. Father, tonight I pray for direction. Come on, begin to pray. Father, tonight I pray for direction. Let your voice be so clear. Let your voice be so clear in the name of Jesus. Let it bring direction. Let it bring guidance, oh God, into this next season in the name of Jesus. For we have not been here before. So God, we rely upon your voice. Uh, we rely on your word. We rely on your voice, oh God. Would your voice be so clear? Would your voice be so evident tonight in the name of Jesus? Spirit of God, you are the spirit of wisdom. We pray for your wisdom this evening in the name of Jesus. Do not leave us to ourselves, oh God. Do not leave us to our own devices. Uh, for many of the plans that we have for this next season, many of the plans that we have for this new year, but God, only your will we will stand. So Father, tonight we pray, would you give us insight? Would you give us insight into this next season, oh God? For who knows the things of God except the Spirit of God? Spirit of the living God, we're asking that you would reveal the heart of the Father to us concerning our lives, concerning this new season, this evening in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, spirit of wisdom, spirit of truth, would you guide us into all truth this evening? Would you guide us into truth, oh God? Say, God, I am ready to hear your word. I am ready to hear the specific word that you have for me in this season. And also the corporate word that you have for us. One word, one sentence from the mouth of Yahweh could set us up for years, for decades. Father, let our hearts burn as your word comes forth tonight. As you commune with us. Hey, Kato, let our hearts burn. Let our hearts burn in the name of Jesus. Labako Shabala Kasikete. A word that will push us into the next season. Father, no more going around the same mountain. No more going around mountains, oh God. No more going around in circles, chasing our own tails, oh God. One word from you. Kipale Barokoshada Katu Dabaliakale. Ayana Kobarukoshada. Let me not leave the same way, oh God. Let me not leave the same way, oh God. La akuna ma kereko shabale. Le oko sabala kosketele la baruko shkata. 
And Father, whatever is left in this season for us to do, ah, by your mercy, by your mercy, we ask for your mercy, O oh God. We ask for your mercy, Kara, for us to be able to complete what is left of this year. We ask for your grace, we ask for your mercy. We ask for your grace and we ask for your mercy. Kabala no soto palaika to sadale. Ena kobaruko shababa baba baba le kuna maraku shadaya kale. Era koskat ale ala koskat a. Grace and mercy, O oh God. Your grace and your mercy, Kaparakushada. Your grace and your mercy, Ikapaloku Parayakoskat Ale. Naya Gora Tushkat Ela Karakushabale Koskatalalala. Yes. Yes, Lord. We welcome you tonight. Lord, we welcome you tonight. Thank you for this journey. Thank you for this journey. Thank you for this journey. Not just over the last five days, but over this last few years that you have taken us on. Abba, thank you from where we started. 
Thank you for grace and truth. Thank you for revelation and transformation. Thank you for impartation. Thank you that we will never be the same again. Thank you for hatching the fruit of your dealings in our lives. Lord, tonight, this week, this these 10 days, this camp meeting, as we come to the end of an era, because I hear that voice clearly in my spirit that we have come to the end of an era. As you prepare to close the chapter, the, the page on this chapter of your dealings with us, Lord, help us not to leave this book with any page unread. As we step into a new epoch, a new dispensation of your dealings in the body of Christ as a whole, in our house, in the prayer culture, apostolic hub, and in every ministry, every spiritual tribe represented here. Help us to make this transition efficiently. Help us to wrap up this season that we may step into the next. Would you lift up your voice and pray with me tonight? I just hear that strongly in my spirit. That God is saying there is a season that is coming to an end. There is a, a season of dealings. I heard that literally this evening while here. That there is a season of dealings. These last three, four years for some of us. Especially in kingdom culture and prayer culture, apostolic hub since the pandemic since uh, a, ref a reform a reformation today uh, the kingdom in motion the quorum uh, 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 the consecration there's an entire season of dealing that i'm hearing clearly in my spirit the lord is saying i am bringing these seasons this season i'm bringing to a head because it is time to step into another era it is time to move into another epoch, another age of divine dealing. Open your mouth and say, Lord, would you help me transition correctly? Would you help me transition efficiently? That as you get ready, Lord, to shift gears in the spirit. Would you help me, Lord, to be on my game in the transition? Sanakariaba, that I may come in to the new. That my place, that our place in the new, Lord, may be, may be secured. Help us to finish strong. We're not changing years, says the Lord. We're changing eras. Hear me by the Spirit of grace. We're not changing years. We're changing eras. We're changing dispensations. We're changing dealings. We're changing rules that govern the dealings of heaven with the earth we are literally moving into another dimension i didn't say another i said an other an other dimension we're moving into another season that will be marked by different rules different dealings a different order of spiritual reality But only those who finish strong in this season will get to function maximally in the next.
open your mouth and pray say Lord help me finish strong say Lord help me to finish strong Lord, would you help me? Would you help me finish strong? See, transitional seasons are important. Elijah told Elisha, if you see me when I am taken, not at any other time, if you see me when I am taken, when I am taken, there are moments that are different from other moments. Not every moment is the same in the spirit. There are sensitive seasons and moments and we are about to step into one, says the Lord. Over these next few weeks, La I don't know how long it will last. It could be days, weeks or months. But I hear in my spirit that we are in a transition moment where rules that govern realities are about to change semesters in college and university are brought to an end by examinations we're about to write our finals says the Lord to graduate from this class of his dealings to the next Somebody cry out and say, Lord, help me finish strong. Abba, help me to finish strong. You see my frailty. You see my humanity. You see my propensity to mess things up at the final moment. Help me finish strong. You see my molecular lack of stamina. The fact that I'm a human being, I'm flesh and blood means I can't run hard forever. That's why the Bible says my soul follows hard after you. But it is your right hand that must uphold me on that foot pursuit. Lord, my soul will get tired. My flesh will get weary. Let your right hand uphold me. Let it pick me up and drag me across the finish line. Even in this calendar year, these next week and a half or so, let grace from on high hit the inner man of my spirit and propel me with fresh fire. I give you glory and I give you praise. And Father, tonight as we gather around your word, as we gather around the presence and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, as we gather around the altar of your consecration, let the supernatural be pregnant in this room, ready to deliver. 
let there be healings let there be deliverances salvations baptisms transformations instructions that shift lives and generations throw your weight about we promise to return all the glory to you because your credit is good with us to you be all glory and honor and praise now and forever amen and amen somebody clap your hands oh you people even in the comment section and shout unto god with a voice of triumph come on give the lord a shout of praise and sometimes you can type your shout come on type your shout in the comment section give god praise amen 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 welcome to night five night five of the 2022 tabernacle of moses as we heard this week by the by the grace of god camp meeting the virtual camp meeting it has been a journey myra said you are so right of goodness and mercies even just this week since monday god has been better to us than we frankly could have been to ourselves uh, and the privilege to hear the clarion call that brings us into a place where we can hoover this season correctly and and step into the next ready is is just a privilege that i am grateful for um i am not going to keep you too long tonight i am not your keynote speaker i'm sure you can see from the description of the broadcast on whatever platform whether you're on any of the youtube channels that are broadcasting this or you're on facebook or on the podcast the heart this podcast you can see that i'm not the preacher tonight the preacher tonight is one of god's best one of my favorites and my job is literally to get out the way and let her get at you but a few things to address real quick first of all let's do this real quick so that we don't have to uh uh you know uh, interrupt later on remember that this is a 10-day journey and this is day five so we are we have arrived at the end of today we will have arrived at the halfway point and so ministering to us tonight will be Reverend Celia Apia J. Collins. Look at her. I mean, she doesn't look a day over 35, amen. And she is in her 60s. Amazing woman of God, a mother to many. We love her. We honor her. And you'll be hearing from her in just a few moments. Tomorrow uh, from 7 p.m. again, UK time, will be the assignment of my brother, Apostle Femi Adun. He'll be ministering tomorrow from 7 p.m. on night six. And then it kicks into hyperdrive because on Sunday night and Monday night, Reverend Osinobore, my brother as well, will be ministering to us. This will all be virtual. And then, of course, next week, Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, Reverend Gideon Odoma will be with us at the London Embassy Studio at e uh, Hangar Lane in Ealing. The address details are on your screen. Uh, if you want to be there, we need you to register to know that you're coming the registration link will be in the video description of this video whatever platform you're on right now there will be a link in the video description with the eventbrite registration page so you can go there and register i am looking forward to that grand finale two nights of glory tuesday and wednesday with reverend gideon odoma it will be a blast from heaven remember the next year the prophetic word for next year is government 
governance and governing uh, uh and and it's on your screen right now we are moving into a season where sons children have been born and sons are about to be given and god's about to place government on our shoulders and, and, and part of what we've been dealing with this week prophetically and in prayer and in the word has been in that march of preparation to be a son with whom the lord can trust government and as i said just now the lord spoke to me as we we're praying this evening that an era is about to end a season of dealing and preparation is coming to an end uh, we're about to step into a new season with new rules of engagement and new realities and it is incumbent on you that you take this period over these next few days and weeks to adequately transition and prepare in god for what is to come finally if you want to give tonight as always the details are on your screen we encourage it we we, we, uh, we, we declare and affirm that it is biblical and scriptural. The details are on your screen. Please refer your gift and your seat correctly. If you tie to kingdom culture, please let us know it's a tie because it's used for something else. If you're giving to the orphanage, the media uh, project, the building fund, anything else, let's make it clear what it is. And we declare the blessing of the Lord a thousand times more upon your seed tonight. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Alrighty, I am going to step out of your way now. Hand over to God's servant, God's choice handmaiden for tonight, Reverend Celia PJ Collins. I, you know, I love this woman more than. Uh, anyway, I was gonna, I was gonna give an analogy, but I'm not sure how funny that would be for some people. But let's just say, I, I say I love her more than children love cake. Uh, she's been an amazing uh, steward of the mysteries of God and of the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ for decades. Uh, but over the last few years, she's really carved out a place in the hearts of myself and my family, not just for her gift, but for who she is. This is a lover of people. This is a conduit of God's heart. You, you don't spend time with Reverend Celia and leave not feeling like you are important to God. Uh, and she's been so gracious to walk with us in covenant for years now. Uh, and she's, she's frankly been everything that she promised and more. And so tonight, Kingdom Culture, Prayer Culture, Apostolic Hub, and everybody else watching around the world, I want you to give her your ears as unto the oracle of the Lord. I am excited to hear what the Lord has to say and transact through her. I will be taking notes. My spirit will be open and I will be ready to respond as the Lord leads. Church, behold your preacher. Preacher, behold your congregation. Reverend Celia, over to you, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. Life is very interesting and i just lost my my computer just went off yeah it's life is interesting right well we I can see you yeah, we can see no. you we can hear you yeah yes awesome my my my, my laptop just went there ah. <laughs> it happens a lot you know and 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 we have learned to i guess flow with god and learn to surrender and learn to believe and learn Indeed. to just laugh in the face of adversity it's been tough times well i'll tell you something tonight i just heard before i even start i want to start um with with some with some faith greetings all all around the world i want to start with some faith with some confidence that as we enter into this period of consecration sometimes it, it feels laborious it feels hard it feels like nothing is happening and um i just literally heard we have a prayer movement and we, we pray for the nations and we've been praying for africa particularly and ghana where i come from we've been holding prayer sessions because ghana's economy was bad one day we were just hailed as the 
the top uh, performing nation in Africa and then the next day they said our economy was so bad that we were the worst performing. This is wow. just a couple of months ago. We were the worst performing currency in the world. Well, two, two and a half months down the line today, I hear they say they are hailing our economy again. Fuel prices are down. Um, um, our the dollar is, is 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 the gun the CD is doing good compared to the dollar and it's right down as though it's dropped violently where it came from and I tell you something prayer provoked it don't take mm. things for granted don't take the times with God for granted don't take the laying down the fastings the prayer for granted it looks like nothing is happening I keep telling people all the time I say listen in a few what's today it's Friday in a few hours it will be saturday yet it will still be dark and it would look like friday is still here mm. but when god said saturday has come regardless of the circumstances saturday has come you know literally it's 7 27 at the moment literally in a few hours the date will change yet the the ambience or the weather or the atmosphere or the coloring, the darkness never changes. However, truth is that it has really changed. And I believe God is calling the body to the time where we do not judge with our eyes anymore. We believe God's word. Otherwise, the whole of consecration now becomes a religious activity that is devoid of purpose intent because wherever faith is lacking, there is a disconnect with God. Wherever faith is lacking, there is a disconnect with God. I have also, I just wanted to encourage you as you pray before I go into the things that I wanted to go into. You know, as an intercessor, we labor for nations, we labor for cities, we labor for communities, we labor about lots of things secretly and where nobody sees. And yet they are, sometimes they are intangibles. And so it looks like nothing is happening because you have nothing to prove, nothing to show. You're laboring every single day. You're going, 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 going in prayer. So I asked God, I said, listen, God, encourage me a little bit. Show me that what I'm, I'm, we're laboring is not. I'm leading people. I'm, I'm, I'm asking them to fast. I'm asking them to pray. I'm asking them to come up to the, the phone uh, at night, at midnight. I'm asking them to deny sleep to their eyes. Do something to encourage us. And you know, that was one of the things that God has done globally to encourage us. That because uh, we really truly labored. I mean, I couldn't even tell you some of the extents to which God has, through prayers, has opened the door to the highest echelon of a nation, you know, to have national prayer at our bidding. Who are we? But but this is what God can do with your consecration and your fast. And you know, I asked him, I said, What about the personal bits that concern us? And 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 I just I had a, 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 a somebody's just sent me um an email uh, that showed her prayer diary she says whenever i come on, uh, when i was coming on and that was sometime last year on the 24th of july she put down that june she said god i need to be promoted to senior lawyer i need to see the promotion i don't want to be passed over anymore i don't want to fail the promotion anymore show me do something this year as we consecrate ourselves to you do something this year that was the 24th of June, 2021. By 26th of June, 2022, to the date, promotion letter. 
I want you to know this thing. And this person just hallowed themselves to God. They said, listen, God, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to just yield to you. I'm going to make the sacrifices that are necessary um, in this prayer thing with you. And I need you to honor this. And this one thing I ask you, and God didn't disappoint. I don't know what you're going to be believing God for. Tonight, I don't envisage talking too much because I want to pray. It's sometimes in consecration that you've had great sermons, better sermons than I can give you. So I really want to pray. I've got the prayer in me. I've got the thing in me. And so I'm going to just share a few thoughts with you. Uh, and then we're going to embark on it. But I want you to be make. I want you to be opening up your spiritual ears and making notes and, and saying, God, and deciding decisively, determinedly what you, where you're going, what do you want God to do for you? What are you hearing? And these are not uh, uh, selfish things that are a panda to our flesh, but things that God wants us to be. The positioning of governance where God wants us to go. That's how always my mind thinks. The Bible says this, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The word redeemed means to buy back for one's use. And it just doesn't just mean sins forgiven. And, and, and he says it's a buyback. You don't, you don't just buy back. God didn't just save you. He saved you for a use. To buy back for one's use. And he says let the redeemed always encourage themselves and remind themselves of that. So I'm in a, uh, we're in a new season. Of course, we're, we're passing from one chrono season to another. Uh, life is made up of seasons. There, the chrono seasons of date and time. So we're going from 31st December to the 1st of December 2022 to the 1st of January 2023. That's a chronos movement. But chronos serves Kairos. Chronos serves Kairos. God made it time and he uses time profitably. But without purpose, time is, is of no use. Without purpose, time has no value. The only reason we're saying seven or nine is because something is going to happen because something needs to occupy that space of time. And so if you're here and you're, you're part of this journey that this great house is taking and thank God for great leadership. I don't know how this man does it and forgive me for my bad manners for not honoring him because this is a, a man of God I respect. This is a man of God and his wife I love. This is a, a, a church and its leadership team that I respect. I love that, that focus on God and God alone. I love that all the time there's a consecration, all the time there's a yielding, all the time there's a drawing near, all the time there's a staying with God. And I love that. And I love the power that comes out of that because that power is an authentic power. You see, the word of, of authority or authenticity comes from the word authority. And, and the word authority has its roots in authenticity. And it, authenticity means true to source. And that's what you guys are here in, 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 in this ministry. In KCM, you're authentic because you're true to the source. As we consecrate ourselves, that we're getting back true to the source. You know, there's the, the, the whole idea of authenticity is that life is flowing from the source to some to an object and through that object. So when whatever is coming out of that object has come from somewhere, it has its roots in something. And I, I want to just honor you, uh, Apostle Israel and your wife, and, and the, your leadership team and the people that are with you 
thank you for that authenticity. It is only authentic ministry that can transform our earth. It is not loud ministry. It is not popular ministry. It's not even influential ministry. It is not a greater numbers of ministry. It is authentic ministry. Jesus did authentic ministry. He stood. He says, the devil comes. He has nothing in me. My God, powerful. He says, because devil needs something to latch on. He says, he's coming. And when he examines me, he can't find anything of, 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 of him in me. Paul, apostle Paul talked about the authenticity of their message. It was not a marketing tool. It was not persuading men. It was not a transactional thing. He says that we, 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 we spent time with God. He says, I, I spent time with God. I, I came from God. Therefore, that which I carry is of God. The apostles themselves bore testimony. That which we heard, that which we felt, that which we testified to, we were witness because we encountered it. What the earth demands right now. It's not even great ministries. It's not even great power. The earth wants Jesus. And it needs authentic people. It only comes out, out of people who have spent time with Jesus. Not just in, not just in selfishness, but people who have yielded to God. And so, I celebrate you and I celebrate where you're going. Of course, I will selfishly also be part of your journey because where you're going, I go to, I get what you have and what I have, you have to. Beautiful covenant relationship. Now, let me go back to what I was saying. I said, Kronos serves Kairos and Kairos serves Kronos. The Bible is full of time and, 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 and the things that we read are, are manifestations of what God had ordered time to bring. And so time movement is so important. There came a time in Israel's life in Deuteronomy chapter 1 where God says to them, uh, you've been around this mountain too long, now move. How do you know too long? It means there was an, they had expired the time during which they should be around that mountain. So God it says also in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, to everything there's a time and a season. And then he begins to chronicle things that happen in seasons there's a time to cry there's a time to weep there's a time to there's an appropriateness for every time and then he shares with us how he works with time how he engages with time he says he makes everything beautiful in its time so tonight i want to just share some things with you um, that have to do with time and with movement and what god wants us to do it starts in the heart of God and he makes it known to us. So in the book of Joshua chapter 3, I'm going to read from Joshua chapter 3 and I'm going to read from Deuteronomy chapter 12. And so Deuteronomy chapter 11, I beg your pardon, it's going to be a bit long, but stay with me. We're not in a hurry. We need to understand certain things. Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge, the Bible says. His statutes, his judgments, and his commandments always. The reason we come to consecration is we're getting back to that place where we pay heed to his statutes, his judgments, his commandments. Consecration has to do with obedience, has to do with yielding, but I'm going ahead of myself. He says, Know today that I do not speak with you, with your children who have not known and have not seen the chastening of the Lord your God, his greatness and his mighty arm and his outstretched arm, his signs and his wonders that he did 
in, in Egypt to Pharaoh king of Egypt to all his land what he did to the army of Egypt to their horses and their chariots and he goes on and he says what he did to Dathan and Abiram the sons of Eliab the sons of Reuben how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up their households their tents and all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of all Israel but your eyes have seen every great act of the Lord which he did consecration doesn't just start from repentance people consecration starts from acknowledging who god is and acknowledging what he has done consecration has to have gratitude and thanksgiving and a celebration of what god has done as an integral thing because that's where the bowing comes that's where the recognition comes that's where the celebration comes that's where the submission comes he says that he's calling them to consecration but he says your eyes have seen every great act of the lord which he did therefore you shall keep every commandment you can't keep commandment until you reflect you can't keep commandment until you recognize what god has done and so tonight when we start to pray we are going to take into cognizance what god has done we are going to recognize it we're going to acknowledge it we're going to celebrate it because and if you haven't done that because sometimes we go straight into repentance we go straight into the prayer we go straight into uh, but we don't see the magnitude of god we don't see the greatness of god we don't see the that which causes Isaiah to say, my God, I, I, as he saw God's glory, as he saw the magnificence of God, he says, I, 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 uh, I have unclean lips and I live among the people with unclean lips. Woe is me for I am undone. Woe is me. Something, man, I, I can't even take this. You know what the result of that encounter with God was? Isaiah submitted to the will of God and Isaiah said, God cleared him, God cleansed him, and Isaiah says, I will go and do your work. We can't have governance without consecration. We can't have appropriate representation of God upon the earth without the appropriate recognition of the magnificence of God. May God open your eyes as you consecrate yourself. Say, God, I want to see you. Because if you don't see God, you're going to ask God casual. The reason we, 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 we're casual with sin and the reason we live our own lives, we have not seen the magnificence of God. I always say this, that when John was on the earth with Jesus, he, he, he just hung out with Jesus and he talked about he being the disciple that Jesus loved. He was very casual with Jesus and his head was on Jesus' lap. But when he saw Jesus in the book of Revelation and he saw his glory and all his magnificence, he fell down as dead. It's about time we fell down as dead. It's about time we honored God. It's about time we lived a consecrated life. I mean, you're listening to me right now, you know, it may be that you're, as somebody once said, he said, while I listen to the sermons, I'm frying fish. You're listening to me right now. You're supposed, you're, you're in service, right? If it, if it wasn't for this hybrid thing that we're doing, or if it wasn't for this whole COVID thing, we would all be gathered in one place. And we, we wouldn't be crying fish. We wouldn't be going up and down in the kitchen. We wouldn't be doing stuff. And so I believe that even as we, as for the rest of the days that you have in consecration, let there be an, a recognition of God. We used to sing a song that says, God is in his holy temple. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. And so there, there comes a bowing. There comes a, a bowing in the heart, a bowing in the mind, a bowing of the genuflexing of the knees as we honor the presence of God. 
we pray father tonight we pray that you might open our eyes that we might see you for who you are the same God that Isaiah saw in his magnificence that you might go beyond the little image we have of you and we might see you in all your glory that we might bow before you that we might bow in the same way that Isaiah did that we might bow before you in the same way that John did that's where consecration starts from but your eyes have seen great things you have known a great God you have seen the hand of God move therefore as a result of what you see as a result of what you saw God says as a result of that you will keep you will have a capacity you will be motivated to keep his word and the commandments that he gives you and as a result of what you see of God you will be strong in, in the commands of God and you will go in and you'll possess the land which you cross over to possess you will go and you will govern and it goes on in verse 9 I'm still reading from Deuteronomy 11 9 it says that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swore to give your fathers to them and to their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey this is exciting this this bit I love this is the exciting bit. he says listen for the land which you go to possess tomorrow is not today tomorrow is different from today 2023 is different from 2022 he says for the land as we progress and advance into what god wants for us the land which you go to possess is not like the land of egypt from which you have come where you sowed your seed and watered it by foot as a vegetable garden i am giving you a prophetic word today he says that place where you where there was so much effort to see a manifestation of god where you, you had to water, sow your seed and water it by foot and, and plow it by foot like a, a small garden. He says, but the land where you are crossing over, there is a crossing over. When you cross over something, you leave something behind and you cleave unto something. When you cross over from something, you leave a place and enter a place. He said, the land where you are crossing over to possess, he has already described to you what you left. In the, what you are going to now take a hold of is a land of hills and valleys. It has its own challenges, which drinks water from the rain of heaven. But there's going to be a season of the rains of heaven. That they, they are going to be hills and valleys and not plains. But there will be enough manifestation of God's grace, of God's power, of God's wisdom. He says, it is a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commands, which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will give you that rain I described for your land in its season. The early rain and the latter rain that you may gather in your grain, your new wine and your oil. Interesting, it's all connected to our consecration. It's all connected to our obedience. It's all connected to the way that we yield to God. Now I'm going to read from Joshua. I want to take my main text from Joshua. So we see where we're going and it's connected to consecration. It says, if you'll do this, if you'll obey me, if you'll submit to me, if you'll do as I say, then I will do this for you. I will give you this. Okay. So I'm going to read from Joshua chapter 3. From verse 1, Joshua rose early in the morning and they set out from Acacia Grove and came to the Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they crossed over. 
So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest and the Levites bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. Number one, consecration, we need to encounter God in, the, in, the, in, in his glory, in thanksgiving, in appreciation, in a reflection of who he is and what he can do and what he has done. Number two, he says, now you must pursue God. In consecration, we pursue God. Go after him. God wants to be pursued. He wants to be chased. There's a song we used to say, I'm chasing after you. I'm chasing after you. God wants us to chase him. May you speedily, in consecration, you're not waiting just to be found. God wants us to encounter him. He says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So sometimes God chases after us and there are times when he's waiting for us to chase after him. But he said he's not far from any one of us. In number two, as you, conce as you consecrate yourselves in this time, chase after God, pursue him. Ask the Holy Spirit, teach me how to pursue you. When you pursue something, there's the speed, there's... Uh, there is a, a determination, there's a, a dogged determination. You set your face like flint. You put speed, you put energy into it. You consider what vehicle is going to help you do a fast chase. And when you pursue something, you are relentless because you will not let that thing go. You are going to encounter it, you're going to get it, you're going to possess it. God wants to be pursued by you. It's an energetic thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, God says, I want to see how much you want me. It's a place where you said, I can't live without you. You are the air I breathe. You are that which I long for. When was the last time? I mean, it's nice to enjoy worship, but, but these days we don't even sing those songs again. We sing blessing songs. But imagine you are the air that I breathe. Your holy presence living me. And I, I'm desperate for you. I'm hungry for you. I want you. I can't live without you, God. Touch me. Press me. Call me, draw me close to you, never let me go. These are some of the things we should be concentrating on during these consecration times because God wants to be pursued. He says, and then three, we follow. We follow. He says, you shall set out from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you. There's an honor between you and God. There shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits. Do not come near it, that you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. If there's anything that God doesn't want, is presumption. And we will deal with presumption. God doesn't want us to be presumptuous about where we're going. That's why we're spending time with him. That's why we're turning quality time seeking his face. Then he goes on to say, and I'm going to break all of these down as we go ahead. We're going to pray over these, these issues. And Joshua said to the people, sanctify yourself. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. I notice every time Israel was on the move, every time God was taking them somewhere, every time God was going to do something different in their lives, he would say to them, he would give them an instruction. He would tell them how to position themselves appropriately for him, how to position themselves in order to maximize what he had for them. And in this case, he says, sanctify yourself. Sanctify yourself for tomorrow, 
I am about to do something. To sanctify ourselves is to clean up. Clean yourself up. There may be, as you did life's journey in the last year, there are some things that have gripped you. There are some habits we have cultivated, all of us. Habits that dishonor God. Habits that don't help us get where God wants us to get to. Somebody once said that habits are those things that uh, you do but you don't want to do and you, you, don't, you can't stop doing them. This consecration time is time to bring our habits before God. Because there's got to be pressure. And whenever pressure happens, the first reflective act is to go into habit. It's exactly what Daniel did. When he was under pressure and under persecution, that's the first thing he did. He went into a reflective mode of prayer because that's where his default place was. He's a man of prayer and this is what he does when he's, out, he's under pressure. He defaults without even thinking. What is your default place right now? It's those habits. If those habits are wrong, then the, it will impede the journey. It will stop the journey. So God says, clean up. Clean up. What is it that is it's an obstacle? What is it that is uh, 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 messing up with your purity? You know when we want to go to important places or, or, or we're going to a function, the more important the function, the more we dress up. We're intentional about what we wear. We're intentional about our hair, if we're women, what, our makeup, what goes with what. We even look at people and say, you clean up well. You clean up well because they are suited for the occasion. God was saying, suit yourself for the occasion. Get ready. Look ready. Look ready for the part. Get yourself together for the part. And that's what he said. And even, you know, in repentance, as, as, as um, um, uh, David prayed, he, he talked about God restore to him. In verse 12, Psalm 51 verse 12, as he repented, as part of his cleanup, there was repentance. And these are the words he says. He says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your free or generous spirit. Then will I be able to teach transgressors thy way. See, he says, once I've re repented, once I've cleaned up, once I've been restored, once I'm consecrated, once I'm sanctified, then I will be in a position to effectively what teach transgressors your ways and do ministry do governance and sinners and then he says i will have results because sinners shall be converted unto you and so we need to sanctify we need to first of all clean up we need to search me and know my heart try me and know my thoughts lord if there's any wicked way in me lead me in ways everlasting try me god try me father Try me, look in me. You know, it's not a question of flesh, but there's a way in which we invite the Holy Spirit to search us. And when he finds something, he has his own way of bringing conviction, of bringing sin. Before, I remember one of the reasons I, I wasn't led to Christ by anybody. I was led to Christ in my room. One of the reasons I know that was an encounter with God was I felt like God was asking me, and I didn't know anything then about sin and stuff like that, but I just felt... God said, write down your sins. And I remember writing 21 sins down. And I know it was God because I would never have thought, called those things sin. Except that there was a conviction of the Holy Spirit. That led me to realize these were not things that were pleasing to God. Even though they didn't look like anything. They were not pleasing to God. And so I, 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 I repented of them and stopped doing them. The next word for sanctify is consecrate 
when you consecrate something, you set it apart for God. When you consecrate something, it is set apart for God. In other words, it is not used by anything else. When you consecrate it, you take it from that which is pedestrian, that which is common, that which is for any use at all, and you and you take it and you set it apart solely for the use for which it was purchased. Remember I told you you're redeemed. You set it apart solely for the use for which it was purchased. That is such an important thing for us to do, is to consecrate ourselves. So when you're consecrating yourself, it's not just a religious activity of you just saying. You're also minded and pursuing in your mind and heart the things that God wants you to do, the things that God has for you. It's a, I hope that you're already thinking about it. The things for which the Bible says that uh, uh, your, your days were written in the book of life before there was ever a day like that. Those are some of the things that we are talking about. It's, it's, it's that consecration, that setting apart, that hallowing, saying, Lord, I'm all yours. Uh, uh, that which says that, and it's the same word as hallowing. It's glorifying God. It's, it's saying, God, you are sovereign over my life. That's again exactly also how we clean up. You are sovereign over my life. Uh, you, you are the only one who has a right to govern my life. Uh, you can't say Lord and no at the same breath. One cancels out the other. And so when you consecrate, you're, re, you're receiving him as Lord. You're enthroning him as Lord. You're giving him permission to govern as Lord. Whatever is consecrated, whatever is hallowed unto him, whatever is yielded unto him, whatever is submitted unto him, God is jealous over. And so, you know, sometimes when you consecrate yourself unto God, you don't even need to pray for protection because whatever you consecrate unto him comes into his possession, comes into where he is at, comes under his eye. That's why the Bible says that, uh, you have made, because you have made the Lord God your habitation, you dwell in him, you consecrate yourself into him. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh thy presence. That's what the Bible says. Why? Because you have yielded, because you have consecrated, and because it's become his. Let me also say this, anything that is yielded to God that becomes his, he's very, extremely jealous over. Remember when uh, 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 the Persian king, I think it was, one of them, it wasn't Darius, one of them, or Belshazzar, or either a Babylonian king or a Persian king, took the vessels that had been captured from the Jerusalem temple of God. And he started to drink from it and, and have a party with it. A handwriting came on the wall. Many, many take You know, your days are over. Your days are numbered. You are finished. Why? Because he touched things that are hallowed of God. Sometimes we are all very... Uh, we, 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 we just we're obsessed with the pro protection of God. But if we could only consecrate ourselves to God, because God will be jealous concerning what is his. He protects what has his name, his brand name on it. He protects it. He sends his angels charge to keep. He says the angels have charge over them that are his. The Lord knows them that are his. And he says they, they are around the encamp, encamp around the dwelling of the just. The just are those who are consecrated, righteous unto him. And so God becomes zealous over it. God watches over it. God becomes jealous and will contend with anything that consents against you. And so you're not losing anything out by consecrating yourself unto God. This is all that happens. It is, comes to a pure place that reflects God. 
The earth is not asking for powerful people. The earth is not asking for anointed people. The earth is asking for God. The earth recognizes only God can fix it. And so when he asks the creation is burdened and wanting to see a manifestation of the sons of God, it's wanting to see the purity of God upon the earth. It's wanting to see God move. And God says, listen, I'm in the heavens. And Jesus became my human. And now Jesus says, I'm in the heavens and you, the church, you, my people, you now become my human upon the earth. You now become God human upon the earth and do what God would do. And so our he said, sanctify yourself, Joshua says, uh, for tomorrow. Why? Because you're positioning yourself to qualify for what God wants to do tomorrow. That is indicative that something in our yesterday doesn't belong in tomorrow. As you make your list, make your list of what doesn't belong in my tomorrow. Why? And then we go, of course, in expectation. Now, I'm also going to talk a little bit about sometimes what we leave behind and what we don't leave behind. I'm just going to go to the other way. So we have a consecration. We have a hallowing. We have a, an, 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 a, a submission, we have a consecration, we have a yielding, we have a, a devotion. When, when part of consecration is devotion, it means I'm devoted to you. When you're devoted to you, there's a strong loyalty. The dictionary says that I have a strong loyalty and support. When you're devoted to somebody, it has all of your attention. Our consecration is calling for all of our attention. I'm even hiding my face because can I honestly say that I give God all of my attention? Or when I divvy up my time, how much time does God get? Okay, so in part of consecration is dedication. The part of dedication is, 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 is support. It's loyalty. It's devotion. Okay, it's I'm devoted to him. He has my attention. He has my heart. My heart is not divided. My heart is one. I love him. My mind is not divided. My mind is one. I love him. My energies, my priorities are not divided. They are not scattered all over the place. He's my number one. I ask God to take out of my life and then the rest is mine. The rest of my time, the rest of my energy, the rest of my resources is mine. And that's where the tithe and everything else. And we don't just tithe our money. All our time and our energy and our focus and the things that we love that all fall into that space of devotion so this year as you as you go into 2023 god is asking for all of us a new level of devotion a new level of loyalty and loyalty will always be tested loyalty says i stand by what i said i stand by you i'm on your side no matter what comes my way and and and, and then it's the little foxes that that snare us off that devotional part okay he says, but tomorrow God will do something. Now, also, I just want to take you to the book of Exodus because not God is not the only one interested in what you take with you into your future and what you leave behind. So I'm going to read this from um, Exodus chapter 10. Let's see what Pharaoh says to, 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 to Moses as they are about to leave Egypt and go to the promised land. By the way, one of the things that the Lord said to me, and, 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 and I'll come back to it in a second. Yeah, one of the things that the Lord said, has always said to me is, remember this, uh, the Egyptians you saw, when I go through a season change, he always says, the Egyptians you saw last time, in the last season, you will see them no more. Egypt always represents a place of confinement, a place of oppression, a place of limitation. Egypt also recognizes uh, it is also a place of contention with the flesh 
And God says, those Egyptians we saw, those things that limited us, those things that oppressed us, those places where we contended to come up for a breath of everything that God wants us to be, he says, we'll not see them no more. God is not saying that we will cease the war. He's not saying that there will be no longer any battle. He's, Egypt's battle is a different battle. Egypt's battle is a basic battle. Egypt's battle is a consecration battle. While, while the Israelites were, were in Egypt, they, were, they couldn't worship God in the way that they needed to worship God. That's why God says, let my people go that they may worship me. There was a place of uh, Egyptian uh, culture that wanted to stifle the God that was inside of them. Uh, there was a contention. Pharaoh was a type of God that contended with Jehovah uh, in the people's lives. Uh, there, was a, there was an enslavement. There was a yoking. There was a yoking to Egypt. And Egypt had gone into them more than we thought. Because when they are on their way to the promised land, they're still hankering after the things that they got involved in in Egypt. No wonder God wants to release us from Egypt because Egypt can get into our bones. The appetites of Egypt, the culture of Egypt, the desires of Egypt, the standards of Egypt, the values of Egypt. What are your values right now? When was the last time you checked your values? What did I, I see? You know, I, 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 can I just say this? I'm dealing with some marital counseling and so on and i'm amazed especially with young people how very quickly they want a divorce how very quickly uh, their sanity is more important to them how very quickly they can walk away from the values of god you've got to determine your what your values are going to be this is and you don't determine your values when there's a challenge you determine your values today because by the time the challenge comes it will be too late daniel purpose in his heart this is consecration for you consecration isn't just it is not just crying before the Lord. It is the purposing of the heart to live for God either which way. Come what may. Daniel purposed long before they offered him the king's meat. He looked on the horizon. He read the atmosphere. And he purposed in his heart that he would not eat the king's meat. And so when the time came when they offered him the king's meat, it wasn't decision making time. It was decision speaking. Decision already made in the past already his stance was already he built himself up into this thing that there's no way i'm going to eat it but he had a solution so his faith also grew as your consecration grows your faith grows he says just give me vegetables me and my brothers we will show you something and they saw the supernatural consecration will attract the supernatural because consecration becomes one with God and allows God to manifest. It's a natural place for God. It's a supernatural, but supernatural is the natural place for God. And when we are consecrated unto him, we become one with him. That it becomes natural. This 2023, people will see God through you. Why? Because of a consecrated life. They saw God in Daniel. Why? Because of a consecrated life. It's a decision that you make. So I'm coming. So the Egyptians you saw. It doesn't mean that you will not battle anymore. But Egypt is a place that limits you. Egypt is a place that draws you back. Egypt is a place that imprisons you. Egypt is a place that wants to cut you off the life of God, cut you off the destiny of God. Egypt is a limit. It's a city. It's an oppressor that sits on you. The things that you don't want to do, you do. The things that you want to do, you can't do. But he says the but the Egyptians, you will not see them no more. You will still fight battles. In fact, greater battles are ahead of you. In fact, more armies are waiting for you. But they will be battles of possession, not battles of liberty from oppression. Two different things. So today we speak over your life that you will not battle those things that 
that that beleaguered you yesterday, that oppressed you yesterday, that sucked out your energy, that confused you, that caused you to to dishonor God. You, we will not fight those battles anymore. We're going to fight greater battles, and those battles will be battles of governance, that battle of pulling down, dismantling everything. And right now, the Bible even talks about dismantling strongholds, putting them apart. Every high thing in consecration, we dismantle high things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. We put them apart. When you put something apart, it no longer is whole. It no longer can. If I take a chair and I put pull the, the, the legs apart and I pull the handle apart and I pull the cushion apart, there's no longer anything for it to sit on. We declare over your life right now in the season of consecration that there is a dismantling of every high thing, every knowledge that did not come from God, every knowledge, every thought that is not pure. Your mind is the womb of your heart and the womb of your life and the womb of your destiny. Therefore, everything that contains with the truth of God, everything that contains with the liberty that God brings, everything that contains with the righteousness of God, everything that contains with that which God would have you do in the name of Jesus right now, we dismantle them, we pull them apart, we bring them into subjugation to the captive obedience of Christ. You're going to need this mind. You're going to need it free of contention. The Egyptians you fought yesterday, you'll not fight them anymore. Now the thing that the mind is going to do is getting into creative mode. Creative mode to be able to have solutions because nobody governs without solutions. Nobody governs without impact. Nobody governs without influence. Nobody governs without answers. And so your mind is going to be free. That which God is thinking, is going to be, you're going to be privy to it. When you enter into his gates with thanksgiving, you enter into a prophetic place. Nothing will hinder your hearing. Nothing will hinder your sight. You see. In the Lord's day, you see. You see. You see. You see as God is. And you come out in your kingship to declare that which you saw. Now, let me go into the book of Exodus and see how Satan, what Satan is interested in. I told you God is interested in, in the season of consecration, the season of movement, in the season of progression into another season, in the season of progression into another era of your life, in the season of leaving Egypt and going into the promised land. God is, is interested in what you're going to take and what you're going to leave behind there. And Satan is also interested in what you're going to take and what you're going to leave behind. Let's read this. Remember that God told Israel. Okay, I'm going to do what Satan says first. Okay, Exodus chapter 10, verse 7. Then Pharaoh's servant said to him, I'm reading from Exodus chapter 10, verse 7. Then Pharaoh's servant said to him, How long shall this man be a snare to us? In fact, they've had a lot of plagues and the servants are very anxious for it. Moses and his people to get out of their face and out of their space. Let the men go that they may serve their God. God is bringing you out to bring you in. He's bringing you out of something to take you into something. You're not just escaping 2022. Don't, you know, he's bringing you out to bring you in. Do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed? That's what the Pharaoh's uh, uh, aides ask him. So Moses, verse 8, and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to them, go serve the Lord your God. But tell me, who are the ones that are going? The devil wants to know, who, what are you going to leave behind? What are you going to take with you? And Moses says, we will go with our young. <laughs> we will go with our old. He begins to list the things that we are going with. 
in your consecration time of prayer and fasting, begin to list the things that you will not leave behind, the things that you are going to go with. It's not enough to just leave sin behind. The things other than sin. You see, consecration hasn't just got to do with sin. Everything becomes unrighteous when it's not aligned with God. Everything becomes sin. He says the things that you know to do good and you don't do them, they become sin. So it's not just active sin or some of our ignorance things and, and, and some things that we're careless with. Those all fall in that realm. He says, listen, we are going with our young, we're going with our old, we're going with our sons, we're going with our daughters, we're going with our flocks and our heads and we will go. Why? We will go with all of these things for we must hold a feast to the Lord. God is God is desiring something that I have right now. So I come into another era. Listen, there are things that you have right now. Maybe you've been careless about your finances. Maybe you've been careless about your life. Maybe you've been careless about the way you handle your marriage. Maybe you've been careless about the way you handle your duties in church. Maybe you've been careless about the way you handle your career. Maybe you've been careless about anything about your children. But Moses says, we are going to take them because we need them for where we are going. They must become part of the feast of God. Watch this, because it's not the first time. With everything that God has given us, we are going to need. Therefore, we cannot afford to leave it in the old. Why am I saying this? People are so in, they can't wait. People are so impatient. I can't wait for 2022 to be over. I can't wait for 2022 to be, you can't wait for 2022 to be over. 2022 being over is not just a date. There are things that were given to you to do in 2022 that you must finish before you get into 2023 because the agenda of God is bigger than your life. You fit in somewhere. Somebody is waiting for a baton handover from you. Somebody is waiting for a decision from you to be able to ignite them into what they must do. Somebody is waiting for you to occupy and start doing the things that God wants you to do so that they, they too can find the, they, their jigsaw puzzle fits into yours. They too can connect with you. You are the catalyst they are waiting for to do something. Every one of us is a piece of a puzzle of God's agenda upon the earth. When you fail and you don't do what you must do, others can't do what they want to do. We need to be careful. What are we taking with us? We can't, don't even say, don't use those words. I can't wait to get out of 2022, really. 2022 was ordained of God. You are the same person who at this time in 2021 was saying how 2022 was going to be wonderful. You are going to be victorious. Since when did your mouth change to your pronunciation change? No, it has been good because God has been with me in 2022. My only concern is may I accomplish the things that I was assigned to accomplish in 2022 because I'm going to need them for 2023. You can run into 2023, but you're going to have to come back and pick up what you left. Okay? Then he said, the Lord had better be with you when I let you and your little ones go. Beware for evil is ahead of you. So there's a threat from Satan. Now watch this. Satan is not finished. Pharaoh is not finished. He comes again to Moses. In verse 24, Moses has answered him in verse 7 and 8. He's not happy. He says, go. And then he stops them from going. Then he comes again and says, he called to Moses and said, go serve the Lord your God. Only let your flocks. Now he's not asking who is going. Now he's suggesting what they should leave behind. Only let your flocks and your heads be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. Okay, let's compromise. Let's go. I will let you go with this if you leave that. Listen to what Moses answers. Moses said, you must also give us sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Our livestock, the very things you are asking me to leave behind, also shall go with us. Not a hoof, I'm not even going to leave a hoof, shall be left behind. 
I pray that in your consecration, that's one thing you must put down. Not a hoof, not anything that God is going to demand of me in 2023 will be left in 2022. Not my relationships, not my devotion, not my consecration, not my study, not my book, not my assignment, <laughs> not my faith, anything, not my endurance, not my long suffering, not my patience. Anything that God gave me in 2022 that he is going to demand of me in 2023, I shall make sure that I count it. God is an accountability God. Even Jesus had to give account for his disciples. He counted them and said, Father, the ones you gave me, they are all here. Then he realized there are only 11. So he said, well, the 12th one is not here because he was never one of us. He's the son of perdition. Even he has to give account. And we have to give account. Listen, our livestock also shall go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind. For we must take some of them to serve the Lord. Our God. And I like this. And even we do not know with what we must serve the Lord. We don't know what we what God is going to demand of us until we arrive there. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, you don't know what God is going to demand of you until you arrive there. Therefore, you cannot afford to leave anything behind. You cannot afford. We need to go before God and say, God, what must I leave behind? Listen, God is also interested in not just what you leave behind, but what you take with you. Say what Satan. Remember God coming to Israel and saying, don't leave empty-handed. And you will not leave 2022 empty-handed. The things that you are fed up of are the very things that God wants you to take with you. Did he not come to the Israelites and say, go to all of your masters and tell them all the work that you did that they didn't pay you for. You need that money. You're going to need that gold. You're going to need that silver. You're going to need it. So ask them for it. You see, when it comes time to exit, there is great grace. There is supernatural favor. The things that said no yesterday will begin to say yesterday. That's why you cannot afford to let your experiences of yesterday determine what you leave behind. Yesterday was so painful. I tried and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work. I tried and the more I tried, you know that the more you tried, the more the Egyptians doubled the punishment and said you must build with straw, without straw. You know, you must make your own straw. And, and they doubled the punishment. And Israel in Exodus chapter 6 refused to go ahead anymore. They said, we're not even going to leave Egypt anymore. That's exactly what Satan was hoping for. The more he doubles the pressure over you, the more he wants you to release what is in his hands. The Bible says, be not weary in well-doing. Why? Because the word weariness in the Greek means you're beating black and blue. When somebody's beating you all over the place, you held your head and then by the time you held your leg until you give up and you ease what is in your hand. And that's exactly always Egypt's agenda. Egypt always represents sin. It's the place of Satan. He, he, that always represents him. And that's what he wants you to do, is to give up on something. And Moses refused to give up. Why? Because that's exactly what God is going to require. But listen, God also said, go and demand of them wages. And for the first time in history, the Egyptians released their wages like a dream. Let me tell you this, I believe that every time we come to the end of the year, as we consecrate ourselves to God, something that has been difficult, particularly obstinate, immovable, unshakable in our lives, gives way to the spirit of grace and favor. And suddenly, because we will need it, God gives the atmosphere, God gives the grace for there to be an ease to be released, begin to possess that which God would have for you. I'm going to make one last point and then we're going to go into prayer. I hope that I I don't like these computer things where you see nobody's face. I hope that you're following me. We're still in Joshua chapter 3. 
as part of, this is all part of the sanctification part of the sanctification is that you hallow the things unto god is that you're not presumptuous about god it's that you take you don't leave anything behind that must be left behind is that is that you you do you take with you what must be what you must take with you is that, that you hallow god and you let him be great in your eyes you reflect upon his goodness and so you know that he's in charge you know that uh, because he did this therefore you know that if you follow his commandments for the future his instructions for the future um you'll not forget it that i must mention very quickly in isaiah he tells us remember ye not the former things this is very, very important in our consecration times. As we move into the new, as you move into the new, God gives instructions. Of course, one of them is the sanctification. But as part of the sanctification, he says, Remember ye not the former things. Behold, I do a new thing. Will you not know it? Will you recognize what I do? Will you allow me to do what I want to do? The word remember is a very interesting word. It also means don't build an altar. Don't build, don't burn incense to the things I've done yesterday. In other words, God was saying, increase your level of expectation. If he's the God of the more, whatever he did yesterday, he can better it. Whatever he did yesterday, he can do more of it. Whatever he did yesterday, he wants to show you triple of it. He says, remember, don't hang on to things that worked. Let, I, I, I was I was speaking to some prophesying to somebody and and all I last week where I was ministering all I saw the God showed me the minister's hands were open and he said this is this son of mine holds nothing and he's attached to nothing if I ask him to give up a big ministry he'll give it up he, everything is loose in his hands as part of our consecration if God asks you to give up something what are you going to give up. It's this looseness. He says, remember ye not. Don't, 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 don't hang on to things. Don't, you know, some of us have entered into a conflict with people simply because we had to give up something, which we didn't want to give up, or we were demoted, or, or something that we felt should be ours. How loose are your hands? How open are your palms? God wasn't just talking about the pain also that you've been through. You cannot hang on to pain. Ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters, my sons and daughters, I am hoping as we get into 2023, we will not use those words that we've bandied around that have become the center of everything church hurt. I refuse to remember the former things. I refuse to judge the church by where I've been in my experience. I refuse for my mouth to say things about the church of Jesus Christ, the body of Christ because of my experience remember you know don't burn incense listen hurt people hurt people whenever you are hurt i guarantee you one thing when you start talking about hurt, you will always attract people who are also hurt and they will feed that until you become blinded by your hurt remember you know the former things at the same time don't just remember also don't just fixate on on the things that uh, uh the great things that god did as though that's the only thing he could do you see, in a new season, new we must adjust thinking as well as adjust behavior, as well as adjust expectations. And our expectation is the God of the more. I always tell the story that uh, people went to, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte had an empire and, and people would ask him about his empire. And they would come and say, Napoleon, give me this, give me this town, give me this city, give me this money, give me this. And there would be big things they would ask him. And his aides were used to be irritated. They were so upset. They said, why do you even tolerate them? Why do you give them what they're asking you to give them? 
Why don't you just tell them to get lost? Why can't they ask for something small? And Napoleon made a statement. He says, they honored me by the magnitude of what they asked me. In other words, they saw that I was a great king. So they asked me great things. And when we limit God by what he did yesterday, when we limit God by the methodology that he used yesterday, that's another thing that limits our faith because we feel like, how is God going to do this? We limit God by the methodology he used yesterday. And it's all of these great things. He said, even the Red Sea, remember it's not. If you think the Red Sea is a big thing, watch, I can do something greater. He told Peter, when Peter was so awed by the bumper harvest of fish, he said, this is nothing. I always, every time you try and rest where God has called, has done something magnificent and you want to just tabernacle there, enjoy it and think, oh, I'm going to ask for, for this again and again and again. He raises the bar. He says, huh? Are you impressed with fish? I will make you a fish of men. You will speak and men will come to me. He's always raising the bar for you. Always raising the bar. Remember you not the former things. May God open your mouth wide to discern great things that God can do. To move on from the same old prayer we've prayed. From the same littleness of thinking and littleness of asking. And littleness of seeing ourselves that God has. God says, ask me great things. I'm a great God. I can do better than I did yesterday. <laughs> you are impressed about the Red Sea. Watch this. The Red sea, I'm bringing another crimson sea. And that crimson sea isn't just going to be one you walk through. That's going to redeem the whole of humanity until eternity and we are seeing it now and they're better and they're better and he's still he's even as we have the holy ghost even as we speak with tongues uh, even and i keep telling people who told you to stop when was the last time you even interpreted tongues huh? when was the last time you actually spoke in tongues and interpreted and prophesied no 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 we have been impressed uh, and we have been happy with having a little service of prophetic where somebody is ministering to us and we are no longer hungry and pushing the barriers and say god even if you don't use anybody then you must use me i want you to use me in power i want to see the fire come down again go with this season as you go in ask for the incredulous ask for the unimaginable you know why god baited you when he told you i has not seen ear has not heard neither has it entered the heart of man what god wants to do with your life yes he's the god of the great and the god of the more remember ye not the former things behold the word behold means to look away in order to see. Look away from what God did enough. Look away from there. That that's not the end of it. I was thinking about the word Ebenezer. He that has the Lord brought us, but it's also he that will he take us. How far he has brought us is indicative of his willingness to bring us forward. But greater speed lies ahead and greater heights lie ahead and greater things lie ahead. I think this is all part of our consecration. And to God, as we remember not the former things, as we move, every time Israel was about to move, God would speak a word of repositioning. Always. Let me finish this thing. He says, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to go back to Joshua chapter 3, verse 3. And they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priest, the Levites bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you. And I'm going to end with this. And then we can pray. I, I will talk a little bit more as we pray our prayer topics. Yet there shall be a space between you and it. Let there be a space between you and the ark, he says. About 2,000 cubits by measure. Some critics say, or some commentators say, this is about a mile. So God says, leave a mile between you and him. Or that's what he was telling Israel. Do not come near it. Does this cancel the fact that I said draw near to God? That's not at all. This is as we journey, as we follow God. It says when you see it, 
followed him, that you may know the way by which you must go. Do not be presumptuous about 2020. You know how many of us have already written things down without consultation to God. And God won't say everything to you in 2022 before you get to 2023. Some of it is a journey of discovery. You just need to leave your mind open and your spirit open. Whatever you have written down, write it and say, God, this is for your correction. This is for your influence. This is for your leading. This is for you to intervene, interfere until I get it right. This is for you to align my desires, my goals, my strategies, my tactics with your will for me. Why? You have never passed this way before. It may look similar, but you have never. This is a year you have never experienced. This is a year you have never passed this way. And he says, leave a distance of a mile. Why would God tell you to leave a distance of a mile when you have never been that way before? I tell the story of me following, uh, you know, when, when you, you've been to a wedding or a funeral or something and you don't know your way, you follow the one who knows the way. And I'm following this blue car and I'm following this blue car because I, the blue car and I left the, 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 the cemetery together. We're going to the reception and I'm following it. And I, I realized that the blue car I'm following has gone and it parked in his yard. That was the wrong blue car. I must have taken my eyes off the ball. What God was saying to Israel is, don't take your eyes off me, not for a moment. You cannot, 2023 and beyond, you cannot afford, I cannot afford to take my eyes off God. I can't give myself a break. I can't ease off the level with which I'm pursuing God. He says, you see, he says, when you see, you have to see the ark. And before you see the ark, he says, when? When you see it, in other words, God is expecting that you keep your eyes looking out for God. This year, look out for God. Look out for God. Look out for God. You've looked out for men. Now look out for God. Let's look out for God. Let's, in which way? Why do we have to look out for God? Because he might not answer. He might not manifest in the wind. He might not manifest in the storm. He might not even manifest in the still small voice. Who knows this God, how he's going to manifest? And so my attention has to be, uh, my, my, my senses, my antennae, and all of my focus has to be on him for me to recognize what he's doing. Look out for God. Look out, look out, look out, look out. Keep searching. Where are you? How are you moving? That, that has to be my preoccupation because I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to, have you, have you something gone wrong or one of the kids yelled at you and you, there's a point in the film. You don't want to miss anything. You don't want to miss anything. God says, you don't want to miss it. Get into a posture where you don't want to miss anything that God's doing. And so you're focused and pray. You know, it is the Bible says it is he that is at work in us, causing us to will and to do of his good pleasure. The Holy Spirit will help you do this. It says, you know, sanctify yourself. Leave that space. Look out for him. Watch out for him. Focus out for him. And then why do you leave the space? Because if you don't leave the space, you will presume you know where you're going. You know when you are close to somebody, when you're close. And I, I let me tell you this. Um, when I'm coming to, when I'm going to the office, it was my old office in Forest Hill. Whenever I'm going, I put my sat nav on because I don't want to sit in traffic. And that's the only reason why. Not that I don't know the way there. But as we're going, I don't really know what the terrain is going to look like. There could be an accident. There could be this, the road closed, whatever it is. So I put my sat-nav on and it tells me, you know, if you're like me, it was through sat-nav that I even knew what 300 yards looked like. I never knew it before I started to lose that. In 300 yards, turn right. And, but there's a when it takes a particular turn, I know exactly... Oh, I think I know which way it's going to take me. So I realized at some point that it took me through that turn 
And we were, I was just going, 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 going. And then I ran into traffic. And as I began to say how useless Waze was and Google Maps was, I just realized it was speaking, but I wasn't listening. Because the moment I saw familiar places, I subconsciously, I stopped listening. The, the thing was still speaking. In 10 yards, 10 right, and 10 left, and then do it right. It's still giving instructions, but I had stopped listening because I saw familiar landmarks and I assumed I knew. It wasn't until I hit traffic that I realized that, hang on a minute, if I was following this thing, I wouldn't be here. Then I realized that I wasn't listening. As you journey in 2023, there will be familiar landmarks. God says, no, don't think you know it. Because otherwise you'll take it, you'll go ahead of God. You don't do this because you want to rebel. You do this subconsciously because you, it looks familiar. It looks like this is how God did it before in my life. This is exactly how he's going to do it because I see the patterns. It's not about seeing the patterns. Behold, I do a new thing. Don't be presumptuous. Otherwise, you'll find your prayers are the same prayers that you prayed last year, the year before, the year before, the year before. No, this is a new season to say, what new thing are you doing? I want to be in on it. Take a hold of my lips. Take a hold of my mouth. I don't know the way it may look familiar because you know what? The truth of the matter is it takes me through the familiar landmarks, but then all of a sudden it will take me to a right I've never been. And then it leads me through country lanes I've never been before. And then suddenly we are off the terrain I knew into new terrain and my attention, I don't answer the phone. My attention is so focused on it because I don't know the way. You've never been in 2023 before. But the thing is that you can be reassured it's going to be well. Let's pray right now. You're going to be praying. We started with gratitude. We want to see what God has done. You're going to be praying. We're going to be praying. We're going to thank God. We're going to big up God because if I don't big him up, there's no need for me. He said, therefore, once I reflect and I think about what he's done, then I begin to worship. Open your mouth now. Begin to big up. Begin to speak that which God has done. And Father, tonight we thank you. We thank you for the God of faithfulness who has seen us through 365 days. I hope that you're praying wherever you are. This is not about just somebody praying over you. This is also you engaging with heaven right now. You're responsible for what you hear. So Father, Father, we thank you right now. We thank you for, for that, with how far you have brought us. No foreign God has been with us. No foreign arm led us. No foreign arm delivered us. No foreign arm made us. No foreign power made our feet like hinds feet. Only you God, only you knew the way and only you led us here. We thank you for resourcing. We thank you for provision. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare because our God was mighty to save, mighty to deliver. They came against us in 10 ways. You caused them, oh God, to flee in 70 ways. They came against us in one way. You caused them to flee in seven ways. You scattered them. You caused them to eat their own flesh and to drink their own blood as the sweet wine. And Father, you brought their intentions and their plans to nothing. You brought their purposes to nothing. Hey, God, when our backs were against the wall, God, you showed up and you showed yourself strong on the behalf of your children. Tonight, we celebrate our great God. Tonight, we celebrate our faithful God. Tonight, we celebrate our mighty God. Tonight, we celebrate our glorious King, our shepherd. Hallelujah. Who leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Our devoted shepherd who leads 
Jesus and will not leave us alone, who doesn't abandon us, who is not a higher lane, but who is a good and a great shepherd who gives himself for us that we might live. We thank you for the bread on our table. We thank you for the jobs that came through. We thank you for the turnaround. We thank you for the shelter. We thank you for the breakthroughs. We thank you for the miracles. Hallelujah. We've known no God. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. Our God who is El Shaddai, the matchy breasted God, the multiple breasted God, the God who is more than enough. When we cry, you hear, you answer us. The Bible says you ride upon the clouds swiftly to help Jeshurun. You have helped Jeshurun. You came swiftly. You put grace in our mouth. Father, we thank you. We declare things and they happened. We cry. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. We thank you tonight. In our consecration, we give thanks to no one. In their consecration, we give honor to none other. In our consecration, we give glory to none other. In our consecration, we, do, we celebrate none other but our great God. Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior, great in battle. Hallelujah. The one who has loved us with an everlasting love. Tonight, we give you praise. Tonight, we give you praise. We recognize it's a new season. And as we go ahead, God, we don't know the way. But tonight, uh, we want to uh, 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 yoke ourselves to your yoke. For your burden is light and your yoke is easy. Tonight we bring our necks, oh God, and we say, God, yoke us, yoke us, yoke us. We don't want to do our own thing. Why don't you tell God, I want to be where you are. And you are the air I breathe. I need you, God. I need you. I don't want to do my own thing. I want to be led by you. I'm yielding to your spirit. I'm yielding to your spirit. I'm saying yes to the way that you choose for me tonight. I consecrate myself to you. I say, have your way. Have your way in me. Have your way through me. Have your way with me. Consume my praise. Consume my life. Consume. Let it be a sweet-smelling savor before you. Let the sacrifice of my life be a sweet-smelling savor before you. Tell him tonight. I live for nothing but you. I want nothing but you, God. I will serve no other foreign God, nor any other treasure. You alone are my heart. This is my heart yields to you. My heart yields to you. My heart yields to you. Search me and know my heart, God. Try me and know my thoughts. If there be any wicked way in me, lead me to ways everlasting. I want to be consecrated to you, God. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to you. Take my moments, take my days in the way that I live my days, in the decisions that I make in my days, oh God. Mandari and the things that have become priority to me, the things that have become my desire, my heart's desire. Yeah, take your place. Be jealous for it and take your place. Take your place. Sovereign one, take your place in the lives of your people. Sovereign one, take your place in the minds of your people. We come against demigods that are controlling the minds of your people. We break them today. Your people triumph. They are liberated in their thinking. They are liberated from the oppression of 
Egypt. They are liberated from the oppression and the limitations of Egypt. They are liberated, oh God, from the corruptness of Egypt today in the name of Jesus. We have the mind of Christ. Your people have the mind of Christ. They have the mind of Christ. They have the heart of God. Our desire is for you. Our appetite is for you. As the deer pants for cooling streams, so longs our soul. Our soul longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land, we say, come and refresh us, Holy Spirit. We want to dwell where you are. We want to abide in the secret place of the Most High. We want to behold your glory. One thing the psalmist says, have I desired? And that is what I will seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That we may tabernacle. We may tabernacle in the place of God. We may tabernacle with God. We may tabernacle with God all the days of our lives. To behold the beauty of the Lord. To inquire in his temple. Tonight we say we want to behold your beauty. We want to behold your glory. We want to behold your holiness and live. We want to behold your glory and have an impartation of your glory in our lives. We want to become the glory that we see. Your promise that's in the book of Corinthians. That we all beholding with unveiled face. The glory of God will be transformed into that which we see. And so tonight we thank you that we are transformed into that which we see. We behold the glory of God. Hey, what's with unveiled face? Unfettered face. Yada. We thank you for a new season of revelation. Revelation of the minds of God. Revelation of the holiness of God. Revelation of the truth of God. A revelation that brings a conviction like Daniel had, Mahade had, oh Koro, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had. That's go, oh, King, no matter what happens, we are still devoted. We are still committed. We will not change our profession. We will not change our decision. And Father, today we break the snare of convenience. We break the snare of ease. That which wants an easy life. That which wants a convenient life. That which adds one plus one and comes up with two. day, bro, We break that convenient life. We break that that uh, deception we break uh, that syncretism of of new ageism and 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 and, and, and secular motivation with, with with that which is divine and with that which is biblically inspired tonight we say god let there be a separation of the values that look like god that masquerade like god tonight we expose values that masquerade like god we expose values that masquerade they sound good but they are not divine they sound good Good, but they are not appropriate for your children. Tonight we expose them as lies. We expose them as lies. And our soul will escape as a bird from the snare. We, we escape out of the deception and the, 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 the pit of deception that these things provide in the name of Jesus. For we long for you. We say, Holy Spirit, draw us after you. Let us run together in 2023. We'll run together with you. In 2022, we follow you out. We follow the pathways of righteousness. We follow your pathways. Father, part of our sanctification is that we are called to great things. We are called to divine things. We are called to purpose. We're called to purpose. There's a reason for our existence. Many, many, many have not survived this year, but we have because there's still an agenda for us to fulfill. And so, Father, we speak over your children. You order their steps. I speak over you that your steps will be ordered by the divine one. Your steps will be consecrated by him. When you pick up your foot, he will place it in a broad place. The king will place it in a broad place. He will place it in a place of prosperity. He will place it in the 
exact place that you need to be. Your life will conform to the timings and the seasons of God. Jesus' life was conformed to the timings and seasons of God. He knew what he ought to do. The Bible says you will know the times and the seasons and you will know what you ought to do. So we speak that there's divine revelation concerning times, concerning movements, that that which you know, that which you see will affect and inform the decisions that you make going for it concerning your career, concerning where you live, concerning how you use your finances in the name of Jesus, concerning where you go to church, concerning every single decision, that there is a timeliness, there's a timeliness, there's a timeliness, there's a timeliness. Jesus said, I must needs go to Jerusalem at this time. I must needs, when the time came for the cross, he knew when the time came for the cross, he didn't fight it. He yielded to it. And yet when the time was not right, he knew to escape. He knew to hide in Egypt. He knew to, 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 to disappear over the cliff when they sought to murder him. So Father, we thank you. We thank you that your people have revelation. We thank you that your people are sharp. We thank you that your people are discerning. We say take the words of our prayer, change our prayer life. God, let it let the, the words in prayer, in petition, in supplication to you in our prophetic declaration, let it reflect the exactness of God in timing. Let the words that leave our lips be because they came from heaven and came through our lips and they will not return to you void. They will accomplish what they sent to do. As your people speak forth your word, it will be earthed upon the earth and it will bring forth much harvest and much fruit in the name of Jesus. Alignment, I pray for you as you declare and you walk in God's timeliness that wherever you turn, the things that you need, you will be there. Jesus needed an upper room at the same time on a certain date. It was there prepared for him. Jesus needed a donkey to ride on. It was there prepared for him. I speak that your donkeys will be waiting. Your donkeys will be waiting and there will be no contention concerning your donkeys. There will be no contention concerning your donkeys. There will be no contention concerning that which you need. For you will say to them, Christ has need of you. Even you as he, God loses you, as there's a contention over your life of truth, over your life of righteousness, over your life of holiness, we say over you, the Lord has need of him. The Lord has need of her. Every addiction be broken. Every habit that that's not glorified, honor God, be broken right now, be broken right now, be broken right now, in the name of Jesus, everything that contends with you, with your mindset, every mental thing that contends with you, everything that fools you here, there, everywhere, everything that causes you to be nothing, everything less than God has made you to be, we break its influence, we say of the government of God in your life, there will be no end, of the government of God in your life, there will be no end, of the influence of God in your life, there will be no end, of the goodness of God in your life, there will be no end, you belong to one maker, you belong to the sovereign Lord, God be jealous over your people, be jealous over you, be jealous over you, God flatter, the Bible says, the Egyptians you saw yesterday, you don't see them no more, he joined Zerubbabel, I speak into every delay of your life, every single delay of your life today, the things that must show up will show up. The things that must show up will show up. Enough is enough. As you finish up 2022, we say show up, show up, show up because we need you for 2023. We cry grace. The Bible says you will say to the mountain, be thou removed. The Bible told Jerusalem, say to the mountain, grace. Tonight, we speak grace. We say 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 grace. We say, grace. We say, grace. We say super
superabundant grace into your life. The things that must show up must show up. The things that have been hiding will not hide anymore. The things that have been a place of contention will no longer be a place of contention anymore. You will show up. Your life will be manifested for all to see. People will see Christ in your life. The success that must come to you, the things that you need for the feast in the Lord in 2023 will show up with you. We lose them. We lose them tonight. We lose them tonight. Every friendship, every relationship that is yes, not born of God, tonight we bring it under scrutiny. We lay the axe to the root. We cut it off. We cut it off. We cut it off. Every mouth that is next to your ear, that is speaking that which is not born of God, yes, yet Lord. it sounds good. We lay the axe to the root and we cut it off tonight. And we speak new friendships, new relationships, new relationships, relationships born of God. Every relationship that slows you down in the name of Jesus, every relationship that does not exalt Christ in your life, we don't care how long it has been there. Today we unglue it and glue it. We take it away from it. We expose it for what it is. You come to yourself everywhere you have eaten, everywhere you have lain down, every what you have given into that is not of you. Just as the prodigal son came to himself and rose up and made his way back to his God, to come to yourself, you come to yourself, the sins fall from your eyes. You wake him and say, This is not my lot, this is not my portion. I will arise and I stand up to my portion. Every discouragement, every discouragement. That has disconnected you from your faith tonight. We call it back in. 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 Mama, we speak strength in the inner man concerning you. Strength in the inner man. Strength in the inner man. We filled with the knowledge of God. Be filled with the knowledge of God. When you were a child, you spoke like a child, but in 2023, you will speak as a mature person. Yes, we speak maturity in yes, your Maturity, because only mature people govern. You will not fail the grace of God yes, concerning you. You will not fail the grace yes, of God. And today, Yes, and things that come against you, everything is brought to nothing tonight. He makes your feet like he advances you. You progress. We progress. We come for divine speed concerning your progress. Divine speed concerning your progress. You break out of old molds. You break out of old molds. Father, we thank you. We thank you that there is a refreshing coming to your people. There is a refreshing that come to your people through this consecration. They rise up as new men. They rise up as new men and new women. They rise up with fresh strength. They rise up with fresh energy. We bless your people. We speak God's peace over you. 
tranquility of peace. Your focus will not be broken. Yes. We come against harassing spirits. We yes. bind their words concerning you. You have peace of mind. 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 The things that they describe, the Bible says the disease of the Egyptians will not come to you. The things that they have described, we will we no longer associate you with mental illness. Yes. You are sound in your mind. We oh, speak hallelujah. sound of mind wholeness in your mind yes, wholeness Jesus. of heart you will be like elijah you will eat for the journey is long you will eat and you'll be strengthened yes, for lord. the journey is long the lord order your feet the lord protect yes, the things that concern you we speak the spirit of leadership over you you will be above yes, and above lord. you will govern with authority Yes, 
I speak this blessing over you tonight. And Apostle, particularly also for you and your people. He said, they waited for me as for the rain, Job said. And they opened their mouth wide, waiting for the spring rain. I mocked at them, they did not believe it. And the light of my countenance did not cast down. I chose the way for them. As you listen to me tonight, you will be the leader. You will choose the way for others. You Amen. will choose the way for them. You will choose Amen. the way for them. He said, and sit as chief. You will sit as chief. So yes, I dwelt Lord. as a king in the army, as Hallelujah. one who comforts mourners. Hallelujah. You don't just take on leadership. You have something to provide. Hallelujah. I pray that earth will celebrate you. Heaven Amen. will honor you in Amen. this season of 2023 Amen. as you consecrate yourself to him. Amen. Sanctify yourself for tomorrow. The Lord is going to do what in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Sinaruko Vabadia. Takushete ni bakashan Santa la baile. Kiada de de bokuya. He crowns your year with bounty. 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 There shall be no other way. You will not leave Hallelujah. this year. Hallelujah. You will not leave this year. The things they said was impossible. You, they will see it manifest in your life. Get yes. ready for the incredible. I hear God say, yes. get ready. Get ready for the incredible. Get ready for the impossible. For that's the season we are going to walk in. The horn, your horn has he exalted as the horn yes. of the universe. And oh, you know the horn of the Jesus. universe. It comes from outside it comes from inside out. Can it's not something that's stuck there. It comes from inside. Your authenticity so will speak greatness for you. Your authenticity will speak greatness for you. The lines are for you in pleasant places. We have you a goodly have heritage. A inheritance. Hallelujah. Strangers will feed your head. Yes, hey, you will be preferred among yes, your Lord. peers. They will remember you. Those who are forgotten you, yes, I will Lord. remember you. They will remember you. Daniel was forgotten for a six good years. And yet there came a season when there was a need, when somebody hmm. inside the court remembered him. You will be remembered at the appropriate time in history. You will be remembered with the appropriate people. I speak precision into your life. Precision Amen. into your life. Amen. Divine precision. Thank you, Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Glory to Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, tonight we say, be it unto us according to your word. Be it unto us according to your word we are the ones who have believed the report of the lord let the hand of the lord cause a performance of that which the mouth of the lord has spoken we say blessed is she who has come in the name of the lord we receive her as your oracle 
every admonition, every instruction, every rebuke, and every blessing, promise, and declaration. We plant our mast. We stand ten toes down on what you have spoken tonight. Let there be a performance of that which the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Saints around the world, could you just lift up your hands and just spread forward to Reverend Celia tonight and just let's just bless her. Let's declare refilling, a relifting, a refiring. That as her days are, so will her strength be. That the Lord will go before her as a pillar of cloud by day and a fire by night. That the sovereign one would keep direct and establish her feet and her goings. That her latter days shall be far greater than anything that has come before. That everything she has declared, spoken, and released tonight, that the husband woman who has labored will be the first partaker of the fruit. Thank you for what she has testified about, but we declare that you ain't seen nothing yet, Mama. That your greatest victories, your most mind-boggling exploits, your most beautiful experiences are still ahead. That men will take off their caps when you pass. That they will put their hands to their mouth when you speak. That your words will be like baskets, apples of gold in baskets of silver. And we declare that nothing you have labored over us tonight will go unfulfilled. That not one word will fall to the ground. That God will give you the privilege of seeing the harvest that you have planted tonight. And cause your heart to be glad. That you will see the labor and travail of your soul. And you will feel satisfied. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, great one. As we move, like you said to us earlier today, into a season of different rules and realities, as you bring one era to an end, we stretch our hands to you and we say, Lead us, O shepherd of Israel, thou who led Jacob in and out lead us for we have not been this way before lead us for we know not the way to take lead us for we have not it is not given to man to direct his own path we lean on you and we promise that in the days of the rising we will remind the world that all glory belongs to you Father, we put it to you that it will be obvious to anybody with a brain that we are not sufficient by ourselves. We put it to you, Lord, that you can make a statement for all posterity as to your greatness by taking we who were not a people and making us a people. 
we who did not even know mercy existed and causing us to obtain it. So in our lives be glorified. In our house be glorified. In this season and in the affairs of your agenda be glorified. In the precious name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands, O oh, you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Thank you, oh, glory, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, thank, thank you, you thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Mama, we love you. We appreciate you. We're jealous over you. Thank you. Uh, we we know that today has come. I wouldn't go into the details of a why, but uh, I know today came with great sacrifice. Uh, she's been battling something pretty much all week, uh, and in a few hours she's going to be leading a prayer meeting that will stretch well into the night i oh you are right this was a kairos moment and i am so glad that we got to share it um one of the things that you will learn about me is that i don't i don't do hyperbole um i don't do hyperbole so i don't i don't gas stuff up because i want it to be gassed up when i when I say stuff, I mean it. And when I said I was excited and even a bit nervous tonight about what God was going to pour out, I'm sure now you know that I wasn't just uh, speaking out of my derriere. We're back tomorrow um, at 7 p.m. And tomorrow we will be led by my brother, Apostle Femi Adam. Sadly, Mama Celia is done with us for this consecration journey. But she will be back because this, in fact, she's not going anywhere because this is her home. We've, uh, we've told her that we're her primary church, right, Mama Celia? You're uh, right. I, I know other people think they are, but they're wrong. You're we my know, boss, that's right. Yeah, we know that. No, 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 no. We're, we're, your, we're your family and we're your home and we, we just love you and we appreciate you and we say thank, thank you. Thank you for the privilege, sir. Thank it, you. The privilege is all ours. It's all ours. And so we're going to release her right now. Tomorrow we will be back at 7 p.m uk time as well an apostle femi adun will be taking over the baton uh my brother has not ministered at kingdom culture for a while and i am giddy i am i'm excited uh on sunday evening and monday evening the baton will be passed to reverend austin opore uh who will take us to another dimension if you were at the kingdom culture summit then you know what to expect and the last two days will happen primarily in person uh, Reverend Gideon Odoma will be with us at the studio, the Embassy Studio in London at Hangar Lane. The address is on your screen. Now, there is a link in the video description if you want to be there. We want to know how many people to expect. And so we're asking you to please register, but only register if you plan to be there in person. If you're going to watch online or connect online, that's fine. We only want registration from people who intend to physically move their feet to Hangar Lane on Tuesday night and Wednesday night. And there will be a registration option for each individual day so we know who to prepare for. Uh, that will be the grand finale of this consecration journey. It'll be our final consecration journey of 2022. After that, uh, for those of you who may not have heard the announcements, one second, let's, uh, let, me, let me turn this down. I think I can hardly hear myself speak. 
and so there will be no um for those of you one who are asking there will be no christmas day sunday service at kingdom culture um we encourage you to you know spend time if you want to go to a family member's church go ahead and do so you want to do some family prayer time do so uh i will be with my brother reverend gideon at redeem the redeemed christian church of god victory assembly in the city of sheffield and so uh we'll be there together with uh, pastor musa bako on sunday morning on the 25th you are more than welcome to join us in person if you can get to sheffield or if you go to YouTube and search for Victory Assembly, RCCG Victory Assembly Sheffield, you can join that in online as well. What we may do, we'll see, is uh, we may also get that service streamed onto the Kingdom Culture YouTube platforms and Facebook platforms if we can accomplish that feat. We'll let you know. Uh, and then, of course, on the, the 31st of December 2022, the Watch Night service uh, we will be having a watch night service. Watch your emails, watch your WhatsApp details, a WhatsApp uh, uh, a chat. What? Watch your WhatsApp chat for information and your emails for information about that. If you didn't get a chance to give at the start uh, of the night, this is another opportunity. If you came in late or if you hadn't heard God speak as to what to give, this is an opportunity to seal that deal financially with the Lord with an altar, financial altar. Uh, every night of this 10 days we will be taking an offering and we have no uh nothing to be ashamed about it because it is biblical it is scriptural of course there is no compulsion there is no uh need to feel pressure to do so but for those of us who believe the lord would have us connect spiritually by raising an altar with our finances the details are on your screen we want you to do as occasion serves you yes baby it is my wife is commenting it is exciting Remember, the word for next year is government. The word for next year is government. And God is creating and making sons uh, whom he can put government on the shoulders of. And we have five more days to seal this deal before we ride off into the sunset of this year. Of course, the prayer culture apostolic hub is still live and functioning. If you, It is a non-denominational platform of intercessors and prayer leaders and people who are passionate about prayer or who want to learn about prayer and become passionate about prayer. Uh, we want you to log in or join us, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, the Zoom prayer room, everything that looks like an L uh, or an I is an L. So that's C-U-T-T dot L-Y forward slash Z-L-R-S. Chrissy, I think we might need to get this flyer redesigned to make it clear that those are L's. And of course, on our Telegram channel, uh, T.me forward slash KCM prayer culture. We have three prayer meetings every single day. Morning drops of glory, 630 in the morning, UK time. It's a devotional time, a corporate devotional time. 12 noon uk time is a time of intercession for nations for cities for the will of god for churches it's a time of standing in the gap for god's will to break through in the earth at 7 p.m uh, on the evening sorry at 7 p.m the altar is a time of prayer for revival for reformation but also for needs and and things for which we need the lord to come through personally and corporately for of course every day this week of the consecration journey or every day of this consecration journey we are co-opting the 7 p.m watch and uh, it is still on break, but we, every Tuesday and Friday, and we, we most likely will be beginning the press again the last week of this year. Tuesdays and Fridays, we're on a break now for about a month after the summit, but we're going back to the press, 11 p.m. UK time, Tuesdays and Fridays, 
these are times for Gethsemane prayers, prayers for alignment, prayers for, for breaking, prayers for a pressing in to what God has or wants from us. Alrighty, folks, we'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Uh, feel free to spend time praying uh, in a few minutes when this stream ends. Just move over to the Prayer Culture Apostolic Hub YouTube channel. Some of you are watching there right now or the 24-7 prayer room to carry on transacting with the Lord until you feel a release. Love you. Bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.